Welcome to the Mega Man Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. Episode 19, I got a very, very special guest, uh, Tanya Estrada. You've seen her on the show American Kingdom on TNT. She's a comedian on KLOS. She also does the red carpet for the Lucha Vavum, it's over by the Mayan Theater. And also, she does, she, she does the Marilyn Manson video. You've probably seen her over there. And she's a, also alumni for the Yo 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 Monkey Army with Martina Hooter with the Yo 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 podcast. How you doing, Tanya? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing, Mega Man? I'm good. How's everything? Everything's good. Oh Everything's man, good. you're like this is like my my second guest ever, and I'm like oh, I'm so happy and everything <laughs> and stuff like that. How's like um, how's your how's your day going? Everything's good. Top of the morning to you. Yeah. How was the toy drive on on Wednesday? The toy drive was good. Um, we uh, collected. You know, not just toys, but like like good toys, like not not the bootleg ninety nine yeah, cent yeah, yeah. store toys. Uh-huh. Like they were really good toys, so I'm really excited for for the orphans in Mexico. And you know, like we didn't even reach nearly like what we wanted to reach at all. Like because uh-huh. there's like eight hundred orphans over there that we take care of. Yeah, and it's like it's like a you know I go to Mexico a lot. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. And uh, in Baja. There's a huge group of expats that live down there. Um, what I like to say, my older cool white people from 1987, uh-huh. heavy metal days, they've all like moved to Baja, and they all uh, have come together and they help out these orphan kids. Like they're always doing charity like dinners. They're always uh, doing some kind of a clothing drive. They're doing something. They do something like every single weekend. Uh, and there's a there's a bunch of different people that that work on these uh, charities. Uh, there's uh, Angie Gomez, who's uh, uh, my one of my bosses. She's the one that uh, facilitates that wine tour, or not the wine tour, but that restaurant tour that I go do in Mexico yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, that yeah. I host. Where yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, she, she does that, but she also always does so much for the orphans. Uh, and then there's a... Uh, there's uh, another lady named Amanda. She also does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So does uh, the lady named Marty Harriman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it's not just them. There's like so many people that, that come together. Literally, every weekend they're doing something. But the b- most beautiful thing is that during Christmas, they have this huge party. And it's uh, sponsored by... Uh, Jesse from Las Salinas Cantina. Yeah. Uh, and he, I mean, I don't even know how many orphans are in there, but it's, you think like it's a big party, right? Like, and you go to this party. I went last year. Yeah. Dude, you can't even understand the sadness. Oh like, every single face that you see is alone. Doesn't have a mom doesn't have a dad and it's like you can only take so much of it like it, you can't be there like a really long time and even, it just weighs on you and even also what's going on right now with all the what's going on with mexico by the borders and everything Ooh, you know i was over there in the middle of all of that um i heard of it because i i live you know uh inland more from past the border so and, and to make it clear i live in la but i also live in mexico um, oh wow! And I, I actually, uh, I pay rent there. Actually, now yeah. <laughs> I have oh, a house. Yeah, like a house I have here. a house here, and I have Dang. a house in, in Mexico. Traveling, and, yeah, traveling. But you know, I think with what I do, as as far as my career choice, and I'm basically my own boss now. I don't have to clock in anywhere. Like I finally made it 
at least to the point where I don't have to go into a job, like per se, like nine yeah. to five, 40 hours a week. Uh, I get to do everything that I do is entertainment based. And I'm so blessed that I get to do that now. But at the same time, like this is not an easy job. Like you have to deal with a lot of fucked up people, a lot of people that uh, just want to like be all in, you know, in your space, and you know, you're not about that. Like for me, I need a lot of downtime for everything that I exert and everything that I do, and and all the time and the hours when I'm here in LA working, I only sleep. Every single waking moment, I'm having to do something in regards to comedy, acting, producing trying to to you know think about things that I, I i need to do overall dude just regular chores laundry you know yeah. all that stuff adds up but for me i found that mexico is a beautiful place for me to go and decompress and get away get away, and from, get away from all of this get away from la and the fast get away life. from la get away from the fast life and i can just go and live a nice little humble life off of a cliff you know oh like overlooking God. the ocean where i don't have to you know like be this well, I guess how you would say, like, the celebrity, right, that lives in Malibu with her $8 million. I, dude, I'm still from the hood. I can't afford that, you know? I can't afford that. So I'm going to go there where I can't afford it. That's like Playas de Tijuana, you know? I, I get it. I get it. You're, like, busy. It's like my reward is, like, man, when am I ever going to get sleep? Because, like, I have two boys. I'm, I'm trying to be there for my daughter. My daughter's going through chemo and radiation, oh you know? Oh, my God. I'm she's, so she's, sorry. She's going to turn two, and, uh, you know, it's, and yeah. She's two? Yeah. We're going through cancer? Yeah. Dude, and that's everything. horrible. And I'm working overnights. I'm trying to have, like, I'm always doing the functions. I'm always busy doing the podcast and here and there and whatever. It's like, man, when am I ever going to get sleep? So because it's hard because when I do overnights, my kids will be at school. I only get about maybe three to four hours of sleep be- before I pick them up. Uh-huh. Then I'll spend time with them, do the homework and all that stuff. And then I have, we all go go to bed at 8 because I have to be at work at 1230 a.m. Uh-huh. So I get it. Yeah, I get I can, it. I can't even do that whole the you know we should talk about that uh the cool thing about mexico is that uh they have a lot of doctors down there that are uh able to do stem cell uh and help people a lot of people that have cancer go go down there uh Mm -hmm. to mexico and uh come out better yeah, uh, just from different things. I've heard good things talk. about it. Stem yeah. cells, yeah, everything. Everyone, uh, Joe Rogan's been talking about that a lot. You know, with your legs, your arms, and everything and stuff. Dude, and I'm everything. sorry, but like Joe Rogan is like the new Oprah. Like that is like, <laughs> though, you know what I mean? Like what I mean, he says is like like textbook book. Like yeah. everything that he talks about or puts out. Yeah, and he's really he's really right. And um, you know, it's so nice. It's so refreshing to see a man that can you know be sensitive enough to try different things and go outside of his comfort zone not many people do that and you know how he posts stuff like that but also too his podcast is amazing isn't it yeah i mean he has we all have to have an open mind because now we're in society social media we're like we have to learn quick yeah quick 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 quick. yeah you know and everything and ever since you know he had elon musk is like the whole thing (gasps) oh my god so Were you trippy when he heard I all trip- that? Of course. You're like, you posted that one bit on your Instagram. Oh, with the AI and yeah. all that with their cell phones? Yeah. that w- It is a bionic extension of yeah. us. Like, and I remember I remember saying that as a comeback one time. Like, yeah. You know, like, you know, you know, ladies, like, you know, when you text a dude, right? And he don't text you back. And yeah. You know what I mean? He's like ghosted, like, for like a whole day. You have plans, right? And all of a sudden he says to you, 
did it ever occur to you that maybe I didn't have my phone with me? I say, you know what? Elon Musk said that our phone is a bionic extension of us. So don't tell me that you didn't have your phone on you. With our data and usage, it goes us, you know, where you could be cyborgs and all that. I was just tripping out. Like, I was Good morning, scared. Moni. Everybody say hi to Moni. Hi, Moni. Moni. Hi. <laughs> Um, so we are, which we didn't mention at, yeah. and they're starting shift right now. Uh, we are at La Cita Bar in downtown LA, or the famous La Cita Bar that mm-hmm. everybody knows, and uh, which goes to to what I was talking about. I don't have to. Pasale, Moni, pasale. Estamos haciendo podcast. Now you're gonna have to say hi. Say hi to America. Hi. This is Monica. Hi, Monica. ¿Cómo estás? Qué bonita. Mira. Estamos haciendo un podcast interview. Me imagino. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pero sí, si quieres poner música o lo que sea de todos. Yeah, you can have background and all that, right? It makes it more real. Makes it more real. Makes it more real. So that was Monica Munoz, people, just in case you know, she's here Wednesdays and Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays I'm to serve to... you the best micheladas. I'm going to come. Know. I'm going to come check it out because I didn't, didn't know, like, when I saw some of the videos, like Chicano Batman had videos here and all, and I was like, whoa. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, Jane's Addiction has played here. Lady really? Lady Gaga has played here. Lady Gaga? Oh, yes. Oh, like, did the, she Gaga. did that dive bar tour, huh? Yeah. And then, uh, but also, too, she rented it out, I think, for a party, like her own party. But a lot of people rent this out for a party like high c uh dj quick rented this out high for c all oh, the rap oh okay. yeah wow. and he, you know high c uh high c and uh general jeff like if you guys know general jeff yeah, yeah. they helped me come up with my my jingle for when i work happy hour here really and yeah and it's tuesday thursday four to nine tuesday, oh thursday. man i gotta so know when you're when you're bartending or anything i want to come and be like okay what's up yeah. i want to hear that so so let me talk about this since we're here yes since we're, so people so know people the history know and know the history so uh la cita bar is a bar that's located on Hill Street between 3rd and 4th next to Grand Central Market. Oh, I know, I know. This place has been here since 1900, que te importa? It's been a long time that it's been here. Um, actually, this place used to be a dry cleaner, I believe, like a dye house of some sort. Really? Like, yeah, it, but, and I have, uh, there was an architect, an architect historian that came in that I that I met. I forget his name, but he's my Instagram friend now. But he goes to the like to the city planning and pulls like the old uh, I guess it would be permits, and he found the history of Basira, the people that owned it. He even found an ad that was looking for a receptionist to this address for a dry cleaner from like a long time ago. Because that's how remember they didn't have monsterjobs.com, right? They had the newspaper, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. how they would post wow. them. Um, so I started coming to this bar. Uh, through my good friend Katrina, uh, who was a derby doll back in like about over 10 years ago. And uh, they would have parties here all the time. So I started coming here to drink and it became one of one of my places to come drink. And I ended up becoming like best friends with the bartender. His name is Antonio Rodriguez. You guys know Antonio. If you guys come here, you guys know Antonio in the front. So uh, a few years ago, I came in here uh, and they were they were looking for a bartender to mm-hmm. replace Antonio's girlfriend who was having a, ba- a baby. baby. Yeah, and she and I had thrown them his papi shower. I threw him a papi shower like six months be- <laughs> before beforehand, and uh, 
I had uh, Luke Pizarro here. I had um, Turbo, you know, Michael Chambers, you know, Boogaloo Shrimp. I had okay. him here. Uh, and a few more celebrities popped in, and everybody brought toys and clothes for the girl. So we had a mabaki wow. shower, and then that's when I met Carl, Carl the, uh, the owner of La Cita. Uh-huh. And, uh, and we stayed in touch, and so... Uh, when that time came around uh, a few months later and they were hiring, I, I came and I applied for a job and I, and I told them, um, I said, I don't, I said, I don't have bartending experience. I go, but I can talk shit to your customers in English and Spanish. And <laughs> I don't know. I think that's what got me in. Yeah. that's. <laughs> so what it's been now is that I've had this cool little job that I work two days a week mm-hmm. five hours a shift easy money oh you have no idea because this is now like the low-key spot like if you want to come hang out with me talk to me if you want to pitch something to me if you want to propose something to me if you want to anything work on anything mm-hmm. you come here and see me tuesday thursday four to nine like this is and that's that's permitting that i'm even here because you know i've been gone a lot um, yeah, you yeah. know back and forth to mexico wow. um there's a few days a week that i i take off mm-hmm. where um you know or certain times of the month that i'm specifically not here mm-hmm. uh but mo- for the most part i i will be here or someone will be covering the shift there'll be someone else here yeah um but the the cool thing is if you're able to get in here when i'm here you just have a blast because not only do i make the best micheladas and margaritas like straight up from scratch i'll also keep you cracking up the whole time like and that's the beauty of like you get me on a personal level you know just you know talk back i'm kind of thinking about maybe like it's coming here then after that pre-game it and maybe go to to the comedy store to go see felipe esparza oh yeah so he's he's performing tonight he's performing tonight at the comedy store with uh uh bring your homies like little tour they have like you know for the thing at the belly room uh-huh uh, tickets are already sold out so oh. george perez is going to be over there uh red band um a lot of people and uh some like a sp- very special guest but they're, they're not going to mention it but they added felipe esparza on the show Damn. and i was like tickets were like i got mine where everything and stuff and is it going to be an 8 p.m or a 10 p.m show 10 30 to 1 30 you know what i think i might um I'm supposed to stop by the Ice House, but I don't know. I'm thinking about just shooting straight down. We're all going to be over there. I mean, a lot of the people from Ontario, uh, Long Beach, and everyone, we're all, they got tickets. They're all going to go. Tickets? Yeah. What am I going to do? I don't have a ticket. Oh, ask I don't Felipe. know. No, yeah, I wonder if like I'm a comedian will get me in. Yeah, you got me. So I see people like hey, people that are telling me, Megan, are you going to go? Like I'm there, you Damn. know. And every, you're going to come on. You got to go. I don't know, dude. Ten thirty is like past my bedtime. <laughs> well, hey, that, that's like that's that's like six o'clock in the morning tonight. I was like us. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah, just gonna have a good time cool. and stuff like that. that you know, sounds cool. you that have to go, cool. even I, if it's the after party or whatever. Like they go drinking outside. You know, ten thirty to one. You know what? Yeah, I might come. I might come on the late tip then, because yeah. then at least you know it'll be like less people. Hopefully by then. Yeah, it's just yeah, gonna be a lot of. Out. This is my second time going to the comedy store. I only been there one time with uh, Brandon Schaub and Brian Callen. Oh, yeah, for yeah. the fighter. But this is the second time. But say so you might be surprised. You might see Dave Chappelle or Theo Vaughn. Yeah, that is you know, true. and everything and stuff. Even the hood footy met DM me like, "Hey, how much are those tickets? I want to get one." Oh, and he's like, "You better go get it now before it sells yeah. out." Because yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. Like the hood footy, man. I that I, we DM and I I show him good places to go eat at and stuff. Oh, good. He recommend me like, "Hey, you need to go check out Sarah Markets over there." 
on Oh yeah, I was he there. took me there. He, he took, took me there. That's by my house. I was like, where am I gonna sit? At? I was like, we just eat outside. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And had all these beer selections and everything, and I was like, wow. And that's why the thing I always do when I always follow you guys, like anyone from the Martina Hooter Yo Yo podcast, I was like, okay, Tanya, I'm looking at your stuff, and it's like, what happened at like yesterday? You put on your story, like what happened at Whole Foods? Like <laughs> white people got crazy. With oh the- my god, that was the craziest <laughs> thing you have never seen. Okay, you have to imagine what the Whole Foods on Fairfax and Santa Monica Mm-mm. is like. If you've never been, I've been going there for God. 18 years <gasps> dude yeah we've been going there that long because i remember when i played in a band me and the oh, we're gonna talk about go. that oh yeah. yeah when i played in a band that was like circa 2000 that was yeah that was yeah. a long time ago we would go to whole foods and we would always go get whole foods and and it was like this thing that we just love the food like and you know to us i guess back then it wasn't expensive mm-hmm. i don't know why yeah, yeah. i get <laughs> I mean, it i get it because i work at sprouts farmers market so it's kind of you similar. work at sprouts yeah oh my god dude i heard that you guys are like the the uh what is it the not the cheap but the cheap whole foods not the cheap whole foods but like the affordable Whole Foods. That's yeah. the word. You guys are the affordable It's coming. Whole Foods. Like, I work in... I'm assistant grocery manager, and I cater and everything. And, and I was like, oh, you know, like... Uh, like Martine's uh, girl Cheeky, she DM'd Cheeky. me. Cheeky, love Cheeky. What's Cheeky. up, girl? Cheeky, Cheeky, what's up? Oh, oh. And she's like, he's like, she DM'd me like, hey, I went over here at this. I'm not gonna mention the city's name or with the Sprouts, but she was like, this mother effort like was being rude to me and <gasps> stared at me like whatever. And I was like, what store is this? She's like this. And I was like, man, if I was there, I would never because it's like, you know, like I don't know, is this like root, you know bad customer service yeah i would never if like cheeky or martin came to my store i would like what do you need and all that it's all about customer service yeah it is because you have because you have businesses that come and they just buy everything and they let me know like hey if you can get us all this let me know and stuff you know we have to cater to them so we have to kind of kiss ass and be like we got it for you absolutely yeah you have to well what the customers coming back dude that's good to know that you work at sprouts because like i just got on this keto diet and there's oh my like God. what? And guess what? It's crazy Dude, right did now. Did you just roll? Did you just roll your eyes like all the way in a 360 circle with your it head? It gets crazy right? it because is. it gets crazy because everyone's all like, "You should. When are you gonna start working out?" I was like, "I'm going to do it when I have time." You know, like I'm just too busy. But that's the thing. I need to get back in shape because I can feel it. It's. I, I mean, you know me. Like the last time we met, we met at Martin's. Thing. And yeah. I was fucked up. Oh, and that, you heard the you story. Know, what happened with me? You right? know what? I got off the bus right before the, all that happened. Really? I got. I didn't even see it. I wasn't even I, uh, there. I. I, I basically got. I basically got there, and I was like, I want sushi and beer, and I was like. Yeah, let me lift out of here. I'll be back, you guys. And I lifted, and that's I stepped off the bus, and I lifted out like just a few blocks away, and you then I off? came. I oh. took off. I took off to to uh, just have a moment, you know. And uh, did you go back you know, to the show? Yeah, and I oh, went yeah. back to the show. Oh, yeah. yeah, they Uber me back all the way back to Long Beach. I had too much. Really? Well, because everyone's all like, bring your own beers, but they had already had beer and wine, and I think what happened was Hooter made this fabulous four loco. Oh, wait a minute! It was Hooter's fault. Hooter, I the- remember because I was dr- I drank a little bit from yeah. that, and I was like, I don't know. Minus ten points from Father of the Year. Oh no! But you know, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, but plus twenty points for like Party of the Year. It was good. <laughs> 
Oh my god! And people were like, "Say, oh, I just saw you doing a lap dance on the pole." Oh my god! I don't remember yeah. that. No. Oh, we have to do. We have to do it again, you guys. Let's do yeah. yo 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 podcast. Let's go yeah. somewhere. I had a good time Let's and everything. Trip. I yeah. had a good time, that but was I was fun. just like done. Yeah. Yeah. Then I had a mild heart attack. What do you mean? Yeah, mild heart attack. Yeah. Where after? Yeah. Way to go, Hooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got all that taken care of, and when they did the blood and everything, it, what happened was it was the the energy drinks, and everything. I had I was drinking about maybe about five a day. Yeah. But before this, up until that point, until you got to Hooter, and it was like... Well, I already, I had, I felt like me, I was going to cancel. Like, I don't know. I don't feel right, you know, and everything. And how it happened on Friday and Saturday, then I had to go to the hospital and Kaiser and everything. And so now that I kind of calmed down my drinking and everything, but I, I can't drink no energy drinks no more whatsoever in the food. You shouldn't. They're horrible. Well, the yeah, monsters, yeah. yeah. But the only thing is, how am I going to do overnight? So I need to be awake. Because there is times when I go to work, I'm like falling asleep. So I have to have decaf coffee or any any kind of thing. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh-oh. Hold on. You got to explain this phenomenon to me. What the hell is decaf coffee? Because you're like telling me that's like snorting baby powder. Like, why? I don't know. What, what does it do? Know. Like, let me have... Let me have some horrible tasting shit that I mean, isn't gonna wake me up. I mean, uh, to me, like, I'm trying to get into the coffee scene, but I see that people, they try, oh, try this coffee and everything, and it's like, it just gets me wild up to the point, like, okay, I just wanted to just wake me up for a little bit, but when I get home, I wanna rest, but I can't because I'm too energized. But doesn't decaf coffee have no caffeine to wake you up at all? Yeah, but sometimes I have to get regular because they make it whatever, you know, whatever they have. It's like, okay, if you guys have decaf, you have decaf. If you, you don't, you never had Nescafe? Nescafe, like the instant that you yeah. put in hot water? Yeah, old school, hold on. Old school. Old now, school. that coffee will wake you up. I'll do anything. Fuck but, a dealer. But, Fucking Nescafe. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I'm just going to try to get out overnight because I want to spend time with my kids and the podcast and everything. Yeah. And because, like, to me, I, I mean, when I hear you and when I hear Martins or Felipe's and stuff, I'm like, listen to podcasts 24-7. Do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. I love yeah. it. Like, when I hear your stories, when I hear your stuff and everything on Instagram, I'm like, I want to follow her. I like that and everything. Yeah, thank you, Megan, man. You are a total loyal. And there's thing I noticed that I was hearing the yo 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 is like I want to be remembered. It's like you know I want to dress like this or you want people to remember you. I remember that. Oh, when I said that, like yeah. when I come out, like you why dress I'm up this yeah. and everything. Like oh, he's like I want to be remembered. I was uh-huh. like I heard of it. It's funny and yeah. it, and everything. I was like wow, you know. And it and it works and it does work. You know the um, the way that you dress. Uh, there's something about it, and I have a, a really good friend, Paula Alvarez. Paula at Paula Baby One. Paula. Are you perverts? Paula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you? Um, she's been a, a wonderful best friend of mine for for uh, five years now. Uh huh. Um, God, five if not six, and that's one thing that she's been on me because I get real like, dude, I can get real lazy like tomboy with the best of them like, but she's like. You know, she gets on me about how I dress too. My friend Gina Cassiopa Salsameda, now Preciado. What's up, girl? She's another one too. Like, she always makes me wear red lipstick and heels no matter what. Like, if she, dude, if she had a choice, she would make me wear 
eyeliner, red lipstick, eyelashes, and heels to bed. Like that would be like that's, so. That's like on, on the main picture you have on your Instagram, I seen that. It's like stand that 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 picture stand out. Which one? The, the, the main picture you have on your profile on your Instagram. Oh, you mean the uh, Lucha Balloon Quinceañera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Queen picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I gotta know about that. Um. So that was uh, So Lucha Balloon had a 15 year anniversary. Uh, and my boss, Rita, Miss at Miss Rita, M-S-R-I-T-A, uh, she is the president of Lucha Vavum. Uh-huh. And she started this uh, with Liz, Liz uh, Fairbanks, who, uh, you know, takes care of the administrative part and everything. Um, and they always put, uh, uh, like, a, a Mexican flair, a Latino flair, when they do Lucha Vavum. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and because Rita is very cultured, and she goes all over, all over the country, and she uh, finds different things to incorporate into Lucha Baboon. That's why it's always a different theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with with um, with the quince, what it was with the 15 year anniversary, it was like just perfect. Like let's throw a quinceañera, and it was that that was a whole quinceañera thing to celebrate. And not only that, we only do uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, we only do uh, Cinco de Mayo and Halloween. Those are the three shows a year that are done, and you get like two nights for two to three nights, depending on you know on what's available. That's awesome. Between the Mayan and sometimes at the Riverside uh, Civic Auditorium, which is a wonderful venue to see Lucha Babu. That's because awesome. we have a beautiful patio after to meet and greet everybody and hang out with everyone as opposed to the Mayan, you know, everybody's like alright, show's over, get the fuck out <laughs> but um, uh, with, the, with the quinceañera, you know, we were just able to dress up like it was our quinceaños so we never had like our quinceañera like it was awesome, so for me I love, I love quinceañeras I threw myself one, actually, uh, my 39, like 39 ñera or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was way over a 30 ñera, but yeah, like yeah. I threw myself a 15 ñera. Actually, right here, right here is where I ate the cake where we're standing at right now. Oh, my uh, God. If you've seen the cake, uh, it was like a banana, like penis cake. I ate oh, that Lord. right, that was right here, <laughs> right here, that was right here. You're like, uh-huh, yeah, you saw that. Hey, <laughs> oh, you follow my Instagram, yeah, that was... That that was that happened right here. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So the quinceañera, um, I have a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know. So I have my quinceañera stuff, and then I use that for the lucha bajo. Dang. Yeah. That's so. What- uh, I was gonna say, um, I was gonna, before. I'm sorry to uh-huh. interrupt you. I was gonna talk about like, what kind of music do you like? I love Marilyn Manson and gangster rap. Gangster rap? Yeah. That's you don't like, like this new rap now? I don't like this trap crap. That, that like, trap is horrible. Or like that future. I don't like. I don't. I don't like. I don't know what's happening. Like, you know what I mean? I thought P Diddy like stealing people's riffs was bad. You know what I mean? Like, this is like a whole new level worse. And some of it actually kind of does sound good. Like the way that it's evolved, what I've heard of, say, the last month, I've been like, that's not that bad. But this whole rest of the time is horrible. Like an exception, like Migos, whatever they put down, like, like you don't like Migos? No. Oh, no. I think Migos are, are great. There's something different about, like, they, they have the trap sound that everybody wishes they had 
but nobody does. No one matches that, and everything else below that is crap. If if it's a rap, the only uh, rap I listen to is like ASAP Rocky. Uh huh. I like them and stuff like that. But I was hearing a podcast. Uh, we were talking about High C, right? Yeah. He has a friend that Tony Rizzard. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if you heard of him. He was saying that the the hip hop, the rap now that's gonna kill the rap game is like it's gonna be like man, it's not the same no more. Cause I'm so into the '80s, '90s, and the early 2000s, and after that, yeah. it's like it's just people when they when they have lyrical people like go on, it's like they don't know how to battle. Mm-hmm. They just like okay, well, like they just. Yeah, they don't. They don't have. They, there's no. It's not like Eminem. Mile. Yeah, Eminem yeah. eight mile. <laughs> yeah, like when like Eminem or anything like you battle and stuff. That's how it was. Like your recognition, you know, like you know. But now they just like a. I'm just gonna make a song like Takashi Six Nine and all that. Dude, I don't even know what is up with that whole thing, but yeah. you know, apparently, yeah, like that just that just went bad real quick. Yeah, he. I guess he fired everyone because they were taking his money away and all that stuff. And I don't know. He's in jail, prison. I don't know. He's doing. Time. Yeah, he's looking at 25 to life right now. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I just, I don't know. That's to me is like something. That's why I don't listen to rap. I listen more to like, like rock, metal, indie. Me I like too. new wave. I love, you know, my favorite music, like all time, all time, which actually reminds me, it puts me in a really, really good mood. And I haven't played it full on in my house in a long time. What is it? 1987 glam metal. Ooh, with po- it was Botany Crew and Poison. Botany Crew, no Poison beyond that, dude. Like, like, uh, Dangerous Toys. Uh, God, I can't even, I can't even remember some glam. of the names. Like wow. glam, glam, like, like beyond glam. Like, God, I, see if I can like have like I can't even think right now of like the whole list, but it's like beyond Poison. Like Cinderella, love me some Cinderella. Like, um, like beyond Motley Crew. Um, like the super like if if the guitar solo is like wailing in the middle of a song like that is like everything to me like just the that was the last of when musical instruments were really used to its fullest capability did you ever see slaughter perform I haven't, but I love Slaughter. You know who Slaughter is? Mark Slaughter? Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about Martine's band. <laughs> Slaughter? <laughs> oh, are you saying Martine is, is Mark Slaughter? <laughs> oh, Martine, who, Martine Moreno said he had a, a metal band called uh, Slaughter, but they but they didn't perform. They didn't have the instruments, but it's like, yeah, Slaughter. Like, <laughs> no, there was a band called Slaughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But like you know, they said like Martinez like oh that's our day. We came up with Slaughter first. Nah, <laughs> yeah. it's an inside joke. Like ask Martinez about it. it's funny. Oh, that's funny. So I'll that's what we always you. talk about. Like hey, what's up with your band Slaughter? <laughs> are they gonna get back together again <laughs> behind the music? <laughs> it's funny. What where are they at now? It's dumb. It's funny because oh, I know Martinez like a heavy metal fan and everything, and I'm like wow. He's a heavy. He's a heavy metal fan. I'm a glam metal fan, but I'm like glam. And I and I love heavy metal. Like I just like weirdly enough, just I don't know, maybe I don't know. Shortly, maybe ten years ago, I discovered Judas Priest. Had no idea about Judas Priest. I found out about Judas Priest through Guitar Hero. Because I I um, I'm a huge video gamer, or I was a huge video gamer back in the Xbox day. or PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation. I was one PlayStation. One? I'll pay Xbox. Uh, one. Oh, well. PlayStation 1, but um, I had a... God, was Guitar Hero on PlayStation? Guitar Hero. Yeah, I think so. But um, I used to go win tournaments. Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero tournaments. Really? 
I used to go to the Rainbow. They used to have a Guitar Hero tournament, oh, and I used to whoop you, ass. You would play the hard one, the advanced one, like. Dude, not know. only would I play the advanced one, I would walk in like a cocky badass with like a strap like around my whole back, like the back of of my. What was on my back walking in was my guitar, hero guitar, inside of a custom coffin case. What? <laughs> so I walk oh in with this coffin the, oh size of, the size of the guitar hero guitar, oh you know, with a big black trench coat, you know, and here I'm a wife, okay? At this point in my life, I'm a wife. And I would get all my la- get the laundry done before my husband got home, and it's like he would get home, I'd have him dinner, and you know, I'd have him all set up. I'm like, okay, babe, I'm going, and I would leave Covina and drive all the way to Hollywood. Was Covina? Like when you- I was when I was a wife, wow. I I left I left entertainment when I played in that band. I left probably at twenty one, twenty two. Mm-hmm. Court ordered. Court <laughs> order. Yeah, yeah, Court yeah. yeah. And yeah. I and I went to Covina and I ended up meeting uh, my first husband. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, my first and only husband. I am on the Elizabeth Taylor program though. By the way, just in case people are wondering, they come and go. Like I want to have like seven husbands by the time I die. What? Yeah, I want to know what love is. Like foreigner. <laughs> I ain't been through every relationship, ups and downs, good and bad. I even been with open relationships where I, I with open me, I, relationships. Well, because I knew people where these guys would be like, "Hey, uh, you like my wife, right?" Like, yeah. What? It's like, what do you mean? Like, hey, you want to come fuck my wife? What? Yeah. Those are cuckolds. Yes, and be like, oh yeah, be like, hey, if you want to fuck my wife, I just want to watch. What? Yeah, it was kind of creepy. The, a little bit, and this was all of what? How old were you? Oh, uh, in my mid twenties and early thirties. Really? Yeah, I got bored of it. So you were like a cuckold fluffer, something yeah. like that, or something like that. I think they had they wanted like a poly. Poly. Yeah. So like, like so, so you would share the wife, like. No, they are... would. They would want to. They would. He would want me to share his wife. Really? You know, like okay, hey, you know, whatever. Like, cause he would, because the reason why. Because some of the men would do, they would be working or travel too much, and they would never be home. Uh huh. So yeah, I was like, hey, just take care of my wife when I'm gone, and when I come back, you you know, like, hey, thanks, you just thanks for warming her up for me. So, ah. It's almost like they wanted like leftovers. It's like you know, it's like, ugh, you know. Ah. It's creepy. It's it's weird out there. The dating scene is like, oh, I just want a relationship, but now it's like, with women or maybe with men, you know, they just want to have an open relationship, you know. Dude, the dating scene is not definitely not what it what it used to be at all. And everything I think with with social media and just it makes it too it, easy. It's not just too easy. It makes everyone so desensitized because everyone needs constant simulation, constant approval, constant. Um, yeah, that's what it is. Constant approval, and it's like, and I think that's why we're all in social media. Not only the constant approval, but for us that do comedy and stuff. Yeah. We do use it as a tool, or or even musicians or anyone who's doing their own career in entertainment. Now you have the power to take advertising and do it yourself as to before, like years ago, it was handled by only certain people. And only certain people could do this or that or the other. And you had no way of accessing that. Mm-hmm. Social media makes it possible. But, you know, the sad thing, you know, and we all see about social media is that uh, some people base what they see of people's happiest moments mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't know that the rest of the life is crap. 
Like there's like I know social media influencers that are thirty thousand plus and they're living in their car. Like what is that like you know, what does that do? Like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything and like people are fooled. It's all about the likes. It's you know, all about, it's all about like, the likes. It's and, about how many people you have. And not only that, like, you know, fuck TransUnion Equifax, you know, it's not even about that anymore. Like your credit score is based on how many followers you have. Like that's what, and it just totally feels that way. creepy. Yeah, it is. Like if you don't have like that many followers, like and especially like um, you know, for me, like uh, as far as followers, I never fell into the buy followers. I never fell into, uh, and I wanted to. That's saying I didn't. Yeah, I yeah. looked at it, but I didn't want to go that route. And I'm happy that the followers that I have are all organic followers that over the years I have met. These are real people that I know uh, that have heard of me or people that have heard of me that have seen me at a show or whatever this the case. Like, I hope that my followers, of course, will build to 20, 30,000, 40,000, 40,000, 50,000, you know, but that will that will all come in time. And as I continue to work and, you know, and that's it's like baby steps, it's, like... baby, it's baby steps. But the one thing people will always and always know about me, I'm real. If I want to hang out with you, I want to hang out with you for real. I don't want to hang out with you because of what you can do yeah, for yeah. me. Because your energy might fucking suck. And that's not going to do anything for me. I'd rather do my own and stay in my lane. I don't need you. Like, yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? If I like you and I want to hang out with you, it's because I genuinely, there's something about you that I really like. It's not about what you can do for me because believe me, I can do fine by myself and with myself. And I have, I feel like I have a team or an army behind me of loyal friends and comics that we are now all putting our heads together to see how we can progress forward and do it. the and make and, and go forward and it, and it's taken a long time to see the people who are really in it to to be a team yeah. or people who are just in it for themselves and that just want to step on people and keep them down we don't want to fuck with those people no I, to like, me like I'm, I'm i'm learning all that stuff because social media like when you when martin or felipe or anyone mentions my name there mm-hmm. people get followers but to me yeah. i always tell people if you don't like what you see on my Instagram, you don't have to follow me because I'm straight up honest and blunt. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be honest with you than be fake honest with you. There's uh-huh. a difference. Uh-huh. And I always want to be legit with you. Like, I'm going to have your back. You can have mine. I want people to follow my journey, what I've been through and everything, as I follow through yours. So yeah. it's not like, you just have to be. But you might have those people who follow you, then all of a sudden they look at your stuff, then they unfollow you and follow you back again, back and forth. I don't yeah, want that crap. I don't know what that, you know what? I don't even know what that that's all about. But I know that there's like some kind of system like where you follow a bunch of people and you unfollow and like you know all that yeah, and, yeah, yeah. you know and but you know what it does it does help your numbers if these people do interact with you it does but mm-hmm. i think that's kind of like what what little bit of a problem is um i decided to leave my instagram open because i am that's what i did with figure, my and i feel that um you know at one point i closed it down because i wanted to see the algorithm of the numbers jump forward past the four thousand mark and it finally did like and i was like oh so i've opened it up and it's just kind of doing its own thing yeah. um 
but yeah, like this whole social media thing, it's just, it, it's such a crazy thing. And I try not to worry about it too much. I try to just worry about more about what's going on in my life and what I'm doing and what kind yeah. of keeps me happy. I like I that think. because like with you, you're like, you're so focused and you're so real and honest and you're just like, because like the situations, how I can relate with you, like no one's perfect. We all have, we're not perfect. We go through times and troubles. We go through differences, but we, for us, I feel like we're survivors. Yeah. We can make it. Yeah. Like when the shit hits the fan and there's no one who's going to be there for us, we make it. Mm-hmm. We're like, the, we're like the last survivors. We can make it when shit hits the fan. We're, we're like that. Oh shit! It's my jam. <laughs> Hold on. I wonder if they could hear. I wonder if they yeah. could hear it in the back. They can. Yeah. Okay. It's almost. I'm gonna wait till till it goes back around one more time so I can sing along. <laughs> I have my own version. I have my own version. Well, wait, is this Bing Crosby, right? I I think it's Harry Cossett uh, Jr. Is it? That's that one. Uh, he was that one. That pilot from the Independence Day with Will Smith. When he dies. I'm trying to think. Harry what? Johnny, I forgot. He's a he's a singer oh. too. When the weather outside is oh, frightful, maybe it's Michael Bubbles. And your cock is so delightful, <laughs> and you put in my face to blow. <laughs> let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. <laughs> See? Yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Let's wait for it to come back around. <laughs> I freaking love it, man. I'm loving it. So, any of my fans want to know, are you single? Are you dating anyone? Uh, <laughs> um, Hate to put you on the spot. Uh, I don't really like talking about that because, um, you know, uh, by the time someone hears this, I could be single. <laughs> Who knows? Or I could be not. And, yeah. uh, you know, I am, um, let's just put it like this. I have been in love so many times in my life and I think this last love of my life yeah is the last time I'll ever love again yeah or let myself love again it uh, takes too much out of out of me uh, it it's like kryptonite like it feels so fucking good like <gasps> like where you can't even breathe like you can't even believe this is happening this is so beautiful I know but for- the reality is that nothing lasts forever yeah. and if they don't want it you can't force it on them like to me I'm reaching that age I'm 38 now and I'm looking for relationships so on my last episode I was talking about friends of benefits where people were like you're an idiot so what I did is on Tuesday and Wednesday I had about nine different friends of benefits women and I DM'd them and text them like hey um, I don't want this no more I want a relationship and I said hey good luck on your search I don't want that no more I got burned out so they all said they didn't say like some of them were like mad like no I want to keep it legit you know I just didn't want that I just got burned out I just like I don't want to end up miserable single forever I want to I want to be happy with someone um this this uh this love of my life Uh uh-huh uh this is a situation where um like you would never think in the world that we would ever get back together again uh-huh. but we did really or we, we we tried working it out and uh you know he's just not doesn't want to go there you know it is it is a lot and for his own reasons i have to respect that yeah. um but after this i just you know I, i'm gonna open myself up to the universe yeah 
to find, you know, someone that's willing to, to be there with me and be that team partner and be that love of my life and be everything that God says that if this doesn't work out, that there's going to be something way better. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm opening myself to that. And I also open myself up to the possibilities of, um, of, of maybe falling in love again. You never know. It's hard. Uh, it's, but it's, it's hard. hard. It's hard. I, I, what I do in my life, you know, my own set schedule that I've had, that I've built over these last few years during, you know, through the breakup, yeah. I've, it's been three years, but I've had to um, learn how to be my own person and, and grow up and learn a lot of things about people and learn a lot of things about uh, relationships or what relationships are supposed to be because society makes us think that it's supposed to be and you know this time around I was really coming in you know on a uh, on a note of like hey you know I know that we were super codependent before like hella codependent but maybe we can be our own person like you do your thing I do my thing and then when we can be together we can be together but I think that it, it the moments that we came together no pun intended, but the moments that we came together, it was so intense, you know, the times that would go by or the, the weeks that would go by before we would get to hang out again, um, let a lot of room to think about, you know, fear and the future and, you know, what that meant if there was, you know, expectations that couldn't be met. And it's like, that's not what I wanted. Yeah. You know, what I wanted was to work stuff out from the past, to work out, you know, hopefully kinks that could heal him, that could heal me, and all by hanging out, by being able to hang out as friends and being able to be around each other without uh, yelling at each other or without, like, bringing up, well, you did this. Like, I didn't, I didn't want How that. How was the and communication? Then, was it pretty good? Or The communication was was was. The communication was good when we had it, but it was lacking in every single part because there was no effort to make that communication. Like, you know, from what I got from him is he doesn't know how to talk to me. I guess he, oh, wow. thinks, he thinks that I'm going to snap or I'm going to be upset or I'm going to be, you know, disappointed or whatever the case, you know, and uh, I'm very, you know, my emotions, you can kind of tell like where, where I'm at. It's almost so, like walking on eggshells in a way. Yeah, I guess he feels that way, but he hasn't and never gave me the chance to get to know me and where I am today, three years later. See, that's the thing. But he doesn't want to, and that's okay. Yeah. I can respect that, and that's, I just need to respect that and just let it be, and if he doesn't want me, there's someone right around the corner that does, and even though I may not want that person, I can look at the qualities that they have to offer me that make me feel good and just go with it see like i'm listening to that i'm observing i'm studying i'm learning whatever i can with because i mean i'm gonna be looking so it's like i want to have that wall but i want to keep it down but i don't want to get walked over on because i've already been through like toxic relationships i've been through like alpha females who try to be like you know submissive and you do this you do that and it's like dude and i don't want to be with women who are super over jealous let me let me tell you about a walk being with this guy trying to be with this guy again was like jumping a concrete wall 
and then ending right in front of an electrical fence. Like that's what Dang. that's what it was like, and it was such a awful feeling because inside, for these past few months, I have known something's not right here. It doesn't seem like he's really all the that way in feeling. at all. Like you know, and I just wanted to be friends. I just wanted us to be able to be friends and talk and hang out, and he doesn't even want to do that. So it's like, what can I do? You know, yeah. I just gotta, I just gotta, I just gotta let that go. There's no, there's no sad, you know, there's no, there's sadness, you know, but there's also, you know, the, the, of the possibility of moving forward. I know that this universe is like the matrix, the world is my oyster. And, and, you know, I, I can only be thankful that the universe gave me this opportunity for us to be able to communicate. And uh-huh. I also said to him, maybe this is what I needed. So then that way I can move on with somebody else. Wow. So that we can we can at least know that there's no hate. We can be friends and talk, you know, and hang out. But he doesn't even wanna doesn't wanna hang out. It's just and too for much. you, you're moving forward, you're not dwelling on the past. No, because if I was dwelling on the past, I would have never forgave him from the past for this present. Gotcha. And this present to me was a gift to him. But I don't think he sees it that way. Really? Interesting. I'm like, I'm so like... And this present as in the present. Yes. But also the present of... I love it. I'm just, I'm... I'm I'm, I'm, Yeah. I know. I'm totally blowing your mind, but like, I'm going to blow your mind a little bit more. Oh, I love it. Bring it. (laughs) So, I think I have learned from from being in this this relationship is that women... uh, predicate their self-worth and the importance of their relationship because by the monogamy that is in their relationship mm-hmm. and if, if and, and I know it took a minute for me to like like say that but it's like you've got to see the way that that all that what all that means yeah, yeah, yeah. and I believe that society has imposed it on people to be monogamous, to be in a relationship, to have to marry, to have to have kids. Because if you look back hundreds of years ago, before religion, before monogamy, dude, it was all out fuck fair. People were fucking everywhere. Orgy fest everywhere. fest. People were fucking. Not only Where that, was I at? Not only. Uh, dude, you were there, I'm sure, in a past life. I'm Probably. Sure That's dude, like a horn just, dog. If, dude, if you just had to, if you just had to send nine messages to nine friends with benefits, like, yeah. that that means that, that you, your past life, you're probably Roman. <laughs> you're probably Roman or Greek with a toga. Greek? I don't know. I hope it's not like Alexander the Great. I hope not. You know, that's so funny that they had togas. Like, that makes sense why they had togas because they would just take those togas off and make sheets out of them. They would just lay oh on my them God. and have sex probably. But oh like, my God. But like, like, what the thing I think is with, with monogamy is that um, women put it on their men. Like, oh, you can't be with no one else. And oh my God, how could you? How, how? Because men are wired that way. Men are wired to have sex with multiple women. They're not wired to find one person and just look at you. Because if that was the case, we would have no animals. We will have no lions. We have no tigers. We will have no one vagina for life. Huh? One vagina for life. No, who does one vagina for life? Nobody. Like, 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 like. Listen, ladies. I'm gonna tell it to you like this. If you really do love yourself and you really have self-esteem, 
and you really know how much your dude loves you, you will be okay with your dude slipping out and fucking another girl. Because that's just what they do. Either you want an honest, true relationship with your dude, or you guys just want to play bullshit. Because if you want to play bullshit, then you can go on pretending like your dude is just being with you, but he's not. He's out there trying to fuck some other strange. So think of it this way. If you can go down and be his best friend and talk to him and have that open talk, couples do it all the time. They go and they swing, right? And look how happy they are because they know that no matter what, they love each other. And if you're able to be that intimate where you're able to share that kind of a secret like, yes, babe, I want to fuck someone else. Is be cool with it. And not only that, think of it this way. If he's going to go fuck someone else, then you can go fuck someone else. It shouldn't be like a double standard thing because a lot of dudes like doing that. Like, oh, I can fuck someone, but you can't fuck someone. And you know what? Yeah, I guess, you know, but like, no. Like, if you can be honest with, with, with your relationship and be like, hey, I want to step out or I want to go do this, I promise you. If you can get over the, oh my God, how could you? Because that's just your self-esteem and your ego talking. You will have a much closer body. Dang. Uh, this right here, I'm like, we need a part two. We need a part two. A part two? We need a part, part two. We need to do a part two right. when, when I have her back on. Right. Is so. there anything that you want to plug or anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys, be sure to follow at The Hood Foodie. I love him. Uh, please follow at Liana Mendoza. Uh, that's my uh, comedy mentee right there. Follow at... Paula Baby, follow at Legendary Empowerment. They sponsor me with my Wonder Chola shirts. Uh, also, too, uh, you hear me Sunday nights on KLOS. If you guys are available uh, Saturday night, I'm going to be at uh, the Pasadena Ice House, uh, 10 p.m. with the Fraser Smith Show, uh, all the KLOS misfits. So, we're going to be doing a comedy show. So, come out to that. And uh, yeah, I think that's. And uh, you can find me on Instagram at Megaman6980. Uh, I need the rates and reviews. Subscribe. Oh, oh, a glass broke. Sorry. Party <laughs> foul. Uh oh. And you can follow and you can look up my Insta- uh my podcast on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitchers, and uh, we're kind of working on SoundCloud, Anchor, and everything. I'm gonna put this out today. Uh, Tanya, I want to thank you for um, having been on my podcast, and um, I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm gonna support you, whatever you do. Thank you, thank you, Mega Man, uh, and uh, follow me at Tanya Estrada three three four T A N I A E S T R A D A three three four. And one last thing, what's the three three four? Three three four. Uh, do you remember when we used to have yep. pagers? Yes. Okay, so remember we used to talk in code? Oh yeah. So my code was three three four because I was always funny. So that was my he he he. That was my lol. Is that upside? Is that upside yeah, down? Yeah. Three three four is a H E E. Man, who has a pager these days? Nobody. But I still stay on my pager code. Maybe doc. Maybe doctors have. All right, then, guys. You guys have a good day and everything. Enjoy your weekends. All right. Mega Man's out and Tanya's out late.